Hi, this is Kyle. Welcome to How Real Estate Changed My Life podcast. And I'm going to tell you really why this podcast exists. And, and what it is, is I've been in real estate for a long time. I've been in it for over 20 years. And I can honestly say real estate has changed my life. And what's interesting to me is how people don't see how they can make real estate change their life, whether it's be they have the stereotypes about it, like it's too expensive, I can't afford it, I don't want it, the challenges or the risk. And to me, really, those, those, those risks and stereotypes are, are not, they're not real. Most of what you've heard on those stereotypes are from people that haven't made it in real estate or haven't even tried to make it in real estate. And there was a few months ago, I was in a, I was leaving church and my, my buddy that I went to college with, who knows me very well, he knows that I've, I've, I'm in real estate. I make a living through it and I've done okay. He was leaving church and, and he was like, oh, you need to listen to this podcast. I'm like, okay. And he's like, podcast, it's, it's about millionaires and how people became millionaires. He has a really good job and he, he's done very well, but you know, it was, it was an interesting podcast to him. And I was like, hey, I'd like to listen to it. He's like, you know what's interesting? It was like, he, he figured it out and it was significant portion of the people that are being interviewed about how they became millionaires, became millionaires from owning real estate. And uh, so what I found fascinating is he gave a lot of authority to that podcast. And I guess it reaffirmed that real estate was a good thing because now he's buying real estate. But he's been seeing me do this for all these years. And he he saw me not make money for a while. like because it, it took me a little while to really figure out the equation and make it work really well. So I thought that was very fascinating. So I'm like, you know what? I need to do a podcast so it adds authority and validity out there for people. And I want to do away with a lot of myths that people have in real estate. And a lot of those are, like I said earlier, it's, it takes a lot of money to get in. It doesn't. I didn't take me much. I didn't have much. And the other thing is like tenants and toilets and trash, and you're going to have to deal with that. And every once in a while, you may. If you manage your rental properties yourself, you may. It's not near as bad as people think it is. You know, we manage at this time about a thousand houses throughout Texas, most of them in North Texas. And we don't have a lot of trash in these units when they move out. You know, we're, we're doing a really good job selecting the tenants that go in. We're very strict on that. And we maintain the properties while they're in them. And uh, so when they're moving out, they're usually in pretty good condition. Not always, but that's what you are prepared for. That's really why this podcast came in to my, my mind that I needed to put this out there is, is we really needed to explain that real estate's not what you see on TV. It's not the flashy, going to make millions of dollars next week and empty promises. And that's not what we want people to understand here. I'm going to bring in a lot of my friends that have, you know, and they're not going to say, oh, I've made tons of money, but they're, they're not successful. They're not going to be on this podcast. And, and all of these people have their story about how they got into real estate and they're all different. Everybody's different. I'm going to have a good friend of mine, uh, Steve, who talks about how he just kind of bought them some, a couple of little rent houses on the side. And then fast forward a few years, he's like, there's a lot of equity in these. And then he was able to use that to buy more houses. And then now he's building duplexes. And this is not a, this is not even barely a part-time job for him. He self-manages and um, he's got a significant portfolio and he's got a regular job. And uh, I've got another gentleman that uh, him and his wife sat down and put a financial plan together and they went out and did it. And I think they, they, they bought a good number of little rent houses on their own. And they, I think they took their 401k out and did all that. So, and they'll tell you many times over buying the rental houses far exceeded what their 401k would have done. I've got a few other guys that did a couple of those real quick, you know, make a few bucks real quick wholesaling houses and then quit his job and went all in. And uh, that's going to be a good story too. So I'm going to have a bunch of those stories with friends of mine. Um, I don't know how many episodes at first, but it'll be at least a half a dozen, maybe 10. And then I'm going to roll into the execution of the business model that will really help you invest in real estate. So for example, we've got lots of lenders that I work with and they're all different. I've got guys that are 
traditional lenders. I've guys that are uh, hard money lenders and I've got guys that are big corporate uh, commercial lenders. And so I'm going to have some of those guys on here and talk about what it is that they do for uh, to be able to help you be successful in real estate. I've got some insurance guys and I've got general contractors too that I'll probably bring in. Uh, they'll talk about maybe how what to look for the bombs that are in a house that you want to stay away from or the, the things to look for for opportunities. So, but I really do want people to take a lot of uh, value out of these. Listen to what these people say. They're they're not none of these people started rich. I guarantee you that, but all of them are doing very very well now. So, let, let's go ahead and start with, you know, how real estate changed my life. I mean, I'm named a podcast after I'm, I should at least give my story. So, my story is, is is it was nothing special. I graduated college and about 12 months after graduating college, I bought my first duplex. Uh, that was in Columbus, Ohio, and it was great in that, in the sense that, or half the building was rented to a tenant. I think it was seventy-three percent of the principal interest taxes and insurance that that tenant paid for me. Uh, so I just had to make up the twenty-seven percent otherwise. And what I ended up doing is renting out a spare bedroom to a coworker of mine, and so I got to live there for free. Pretty good business model. Duplexes are really hard to find in my current market, which is Dallas Fort Worth. But in Columbus, Ohio, they were everywhere. I ended up helping a few other people do the same thing, uh, buying duplexes. They didn't live in them, but uh, they bought them and I'd manage them for them. Then came back down to Texas, had to do the corporate gig for a little while. And um, what happened is I just, people just kept bringing houses to me. They, they just knew Kyle knows what he's doing. So I'd manage those rental houses for him. I'd sometimes help him buy them. But uh, to get really to the story of how it changed my life is we'll, we'll start with uh, my house that I bought when my son was born. Uh, he, he was born in March of 2009. And um, I was like, I need to pay for this kid's college. I was fortunate enough, my parents sacrificed enough to, enough to pay for my college and I want to do the same for my kids. And so I went out and bought a uh, an opportunity. It, was, it, was, it wasn't bad, but it was, it was rough. I think it was a foreclosure. And I bought it with what's called a hard money loan. Hard money loan means basically they're, they're not lending me the money because of my, my stellar income or credit or debt to income ratio. They're, they're lending it on that property. So they knew that property was going to be worth X amount of dollars when it's all fixed up. So they'd lend a percentage of that. So I was fortunate enough. I had to bring $5,000 down for that house and uh, they lent enough to purchase it and then enough to remodel it. And so I'd go after work and lay tile and, and clean it up, paint it, what have you. Got that thing up up and running, got it rented, positive cash flow from first month out. I went to the bank to refinance it because the hard money loans are expensive. They're short-term by nature. And I got $2,500 back at, at closing. So I had $2,500 in this house. This, this house was cash flowing from day one, um, had equity in the house, uh, had over 20% equity in the house, and I had 2500 bucks in it. Today, I, I did sell that house to buy other ones later. So that money's still working. But uh, just look, for example, let's pretend that I kept that house. That house would completely pay for my son's college right now. That house is probably worth about $250,000, $225,000 right now. And I, I bought it for like in the mid 50s. Uh, so I probably had a $65,000 note on it at one time before I traded it up for more houses. We use that house as my kind of an educational plan for my son too. So we would drive by that house after eating at a restaurant nearby and we'd drive by it and I'd tell my son, hey, there's your college house. And we got to use that as a learning experience for him, opportunity, letting him know that that's the house that we're going to pay his college with. And so I, I remember one one night we drove by and he's like, I want, I want to go to my house. And we got to say, hey, other people live there and they live there, they pay rent and that rent pays for that house. And the money that comes from that house is going to pay for your college. And that's how we call it his college house. We did the same thing for my daughter. It was it was over in Dallas. This other house was in Watauga. It was a lot r- rougher, but uh, ultimately I ended up trading those houses up for better. I bought a um, an RV or mobile home park later on with those funds, and then rolled that money into other houses. So I could have just stayed where I was at with those houses, or I could have leveled up. I'm, I chose to level up. You don't have to, 
But um, I'm going to say that that did change my life and my kids' lives in that I have my college plan figured out for my kids and I did it very, very cheaply. $2,500 for my son and zero for my daughter because I bought it so cheap that it was free. I mean, I borrowed 100% for it, but it had plenty of equity. Made good money when I sold that to roll it into the art, the mobile home park. So from there, I just kept buying houses. I buy houses that need a lot of work. I fix them up. I make them rental houses. And the other thing on, on real estate that's changed my life is I've I'm good at it. So I've helped other people do the same. And, you know, we managed a significant portfolio of homes in Texas, mostly in North Texas. And that's really changed our life. Uh, it's allowed my wife to stay at home and raise our kids, which has been important to me. I wanted my wife to be available for my kids, for all the little things they do at school, all the PTA, all the school lunches, all the supporting the teachers is very important that my, my wife was involved with that. So it has changed our life significantly. I had one crazy goal that I, uh, I wanted real estate to do for me, and, and that was to pay my bills. And so it does. And, and I would say that I've been successful in that, and I, I'm proud of that. I had another little odd goal, and I'm, gonna, I'm just, I don't want to make this a brag session, but uh, I do think it's important to, to let you know that um, it has worked for me. And I wanted to take a month off, and I wanted to go on a vacation for a month and not have to worry about work. And unfortunately, last year, we did that. We, we went on a good family vacation. I got to build memories uh, with my kids before they got too old and went off to college. So it was important to us to build those memories with our kids, and real estate's been able to provide that opportunity for us. And you're probably going to hear about that in a few of these episodes coming up, because I know all these gentlemen well that I've interviewed so far, and all of them have great stories about how real estate's helped their family have better opportunities. So I, I do want you to listen to these. I've got a, quite a few coming down the pipe. I think I think I might have mentioned it already, but we've got about half a dozen of them already in the can that are going to pop out at the same time. And then we're going to put one out hopefully every other week for the foreseeable future. And then we're going to talk about how to actually execute the business model because it's going to be fine and dandy if you listen to all these people talk about how they did it and what they've done. And it's none of these people came for money. All of them made everything work themselves. They've all done it differently, which I think is important. And um, we're also going to start talking about how do they do it, like actually do it, like who lent them the money? How do they, how do they structure their finances? How do they manage it? Do they self-manage? Do they manage with a property management company like my company? Or you know, how do they insure the properties? Because it's a different type of insurance that you use for rental properties. I think everybody's going to be long-term rentals. We might have a short-term rental guy on here too, maybe a mid-term rental, because uh, those are sexy topics right now. And they do have a place in the market. But uh, I'm a, certainly a long-term rental owner. I love the the tenants stay there for many years. You know, my My ideal investment right now is a three or four bedroom house. At least a two bedroom or two bathrooms, like the garage. I want my tenants to get in there, become friends with the neighbors. I want the guys playing poker with the guys next door, the ladies in the ladies' club with the lady across the street. And I want the, the kids playing with the kids in the neighborhood, their Cub Scouts or whatever. And then I want them to put a Christmas tree in the attic and I want them to never leave. Uh, I wish them all the best, but you know, I provide a safe, secure home and that's going to be a place for them. So real estate's changed my life. I, I don't know how else to put it other than that. And I, really hope that you get to listen to all these episodes and, and get some value out of it. And if you have questions, reach out to us. I'm not going to sell you anything. I just want you to learn something from this. Uh, but my email address is Kyle, K-Y-L-E at macawpm.com. Macaw should be pretty obvious on how to spell it. It's M-C-C-A-W, like my shirt. P is in Paul, M is in Mary.com. So Kyle at macawpm.com. And our office number is 817 817- Four nine one two five five three. Reach out to us. We'd love to, you know, we'd love to service you and your, your real estate needs, of course. But you know, I don't have to. I'll, I'll just talk to somebody just because they want to talk about real estate. If you got questions and, and problems, I'm here to answer them. I'm help help you out. Not a um, limited opportunity business. You know, like we're here to help everybody because there's a room for everybody for improvement. So thanks for listening, and I hope you get some value out of these. Thanks.